Phil, you have such an official voice. I love it. You could do the announcements before, you know, the theater presentations. It's so cool. <laughs> well, welcome to Billion Dollar Mind, a podcast designed to help you to connect. I'm your host, Tate Anderson, a business coach here to help online entrepreneurs grow and thrive by holding space twice per week for you to share your voice. We record live on the Clubhouse app, joined by our team of experts to model abundance for good. Today, we're going to talk about working through setbacks to triumph over defeat. So let's tune in to our collective collaborative consciousness and flow. I am so grateful today to be joined in this episode by a wealth of experience and energy. And I want to introduce you to some amazing people who are authentic entrepreneurs, each of whom is a founding member of the new media collective mastermind we call XMind. So, hey, let's begin. I'm going to begin in reverse order today with our uh, moderators today. And so, Joffrey, Joffrey, I'd like to introduce you, welcome you up on stage, uh, and anybody who wants to um, know, Joffrey came up with a topic for us today. So, hey, Joffrey, how are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? Oh, I can't complain. It's been a beautiful Tuesday. It's lovely to be here, surrounded by my friends, and uh, it's just great to have you here. So, uh, Joffrey, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, thank you. So I am a music artist. I compose, I sing, I write lyrics, and I rap. If it's music related, I got you. I got you, babe. Just like Sonny and Cher. I love it, Joffrey. Thanks. Welcome. Zavi D, I'm really grateful to have you in the house today from the Keep It Weird city of Austin. Zavi D, would you like to introduce yourself? It'd be my humble pleasure. Thank you, Tate. My name is Zavi D, lead stoker over at Stoked Communication, where I coach stoked entrepreneurs in the art of masterful communication to create clarity in their personal and professional relationships through three pillars, three tenets of a coaching practice, health, relationships, and business coaching. Incredibly stoked to be here, Tate, and thank you for the opportunity to stoke it up. Stokealicious Zavi D, really appreciate it and love all of your energy. Uh, Phil Better, our podcast mogul, would you like to introduce yourself, my friend? Certainly, Tate. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Phil Better, the podcast mogul producer of this amazing podcast that I help Tate share his vision with the world. And if you're interested in having a podcast and sharing your vision with the world, please do reach out to me at philbetterinc.com. But enough about me. Tate, please take it away. Oh, there's that special voice again, Phil. I love it. Awesome. Great to have you here. And Ariel. Great to have you here, virtual assistant extraordinaire. How, how's the new business going for you, my friend? Hey, um, so, uh, yeah, it's going very well. Um, saying hi? Okay. Um, <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so I'm a mom, as you can tell, and you know, I'm I'm happy to be here with you guys. Uh, all right, Ariel, thanks for being here. And uh, uh, next and last but not least on our stage of our X Mind members is Queen V herself, Valerie Valerie Jones. Hey, everybody, it's me, Queen V, <laughs> Spot TV. I'm uh, just happy to be here. Exciting topic. Thank you, Joffrey. I uh, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and missed you guys last week. But I'm ready now. So without further ado, let's get on the subject, working through setbacks. Ooh, all right. Valerie, thank you so much. And I do want to save, last but certainly not least, our very special guest up on stage today, Elena. Uh, Elena, Queen City Chat, I would love for you to introduce yourself, my friend. Queen City Chat, baby. <laughs> So um, anyway, we I'm soon to be launching my podcast. It's going to be Biz Talk, DNA testing, drug test solution, or like for awareness and stuff like that. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so great, Elena. Nice to have you here, my friend. And Yolasis, uh, did I pronounce your name right, Yolasis? Hi. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hi, my name is Yalesis. Um, I am an online boutique owner. Her name is Catalea Boutique. Um, and we sell lingerie, intimate, and sleepwear loungewear. Oh, Yolesis, it's wonderful to have you here. And I can imagine all of the, you know, around home clothing right now. Oh, huge, huge good time for for selling right <laughs> awesome well I, without further ado we have a beautiful topic today for those of you listening out on our podcast and in the room today and the topic today we've come up with is working through setbacks to triumph over defeat so i'm grateful to have everyone here with us today and i'm going to get straight into it so you know Working through setbacks and triumphing over defeat. I have a little quick introduction here I want to share with you. And it goes like this. A successful CEO in the auto industry once was asked the question, what the secret to your success? What is the secret to your success? And his reply shocked the interviewer. After a moment, the CEO leaned in confidently and answered, well, I suspect that in order to be successful, you have to fail enough times first. And uh, that kind of sums up our topic today. Failure is eminent. It's always going to happen. Best to get comfortable with it. And a couple of my favorite quotes about failure, too, are the following. Failure is not falling down but refusing to get up. And that's a Chinese proverb. And the secret of life is to fall seven times and to get up eight times. And that's by Paulo Coelho. So I believe our topic today has to do with embracing and accepting failure. Here's one of my favorite stories about it. And it's called Three Feet from Gold. And it's from Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. 
A man named Darby went west to dig for gold. He staked a claim and went to work with pick and shovel. After weeks of labor, he was rewarded by the shining ore of gold. He got together money for the needed machinery. The returns proved they had one of the richest mines in Colorado. Down went the drills, but then something happened. The vein of gold ore disappeared, and they decided to quit. They sold the mine to a junk man for a few hundred dollars and returned back home to the east. Hmm. This junk man, though, was smart and sought expert counsel from a mining engineer. The engineer advised the project had failed because the previous owners were not familiar with fault lines. He calculated that the vein of gold would have been found just three feet from where Darby had originally stopped drilling. And he was right. It was exactly there where the mother load of gold ore was found by the new owner. Later on, Darby learned of this find and recalled that he stopped three feet from gold. Later, he went into insurance and ultimately became successful because every time he met defeat going forward, he recalled, I will not stop three feet from gold. Well, failure is a trickster with a keen sense of irony and cunning. It takes great delight in tripping one when success is just within reach. And then a, finally, a quote from Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich. Most great people have attained their greatest success just one step beyond their greatest failure. Wow, such powerful quotes, such a powerful story. And so today, I'd like to begin with a conversation about the question, how has failure defined your own individual success? You know, in other words, what setbacks did you have to endure, you know, before uh, discovering success? And we have a wonderful crew of people up here on stage today to talk through this beautiful topic today. And so, again, I want to start with a, 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 a starting question here. Is how do you embrace failure, given that we all go through it? and learn to accept the lessons that it teaches. And uh, I'd love to have a beautiful conversation about this here today. And so I'm just going to go around our group, calling name by name. And I'm just going to start today with uh, Joffrey Paulsworth, our originator of this topic today. Joffrey, thank you so much for this amazing topic. How do you embrace failure and learn to accept the lessons that it teaches in your life, my friend? Well, being a music artist, I am no stranger to failure, difficulties, and I guess negative situations that might otherwise make you feel like, why am I doing this? Um, I've come up across a lot of different things that make me wonder if the genre that I'm in is right for me or if my voice works for this and that or if my look works for whatever. At some point, 
if you really love something, you have to sit with yourself and say, okay, if I really love doing this, then I have to appreciate and enjoy the journey and the lessons that I learn and the new hats that I put on and the way everything kind of evolves because where I am today is a whole is lifetimes away from where I was when I first started doing music. And even just recently in the last couple of weeks, I feel like I've had even, even another enormous change in how I approach social media, writing music and my own personal brand. So it's definitely a labor of love. And it's a very rewarding journey if you open yourself up to all the things you can learn and all the ways you can better yourself as a person and as a professional. Uh, I love how you said, you, you know, in, in a matter of speaking, that you, uh, you get to accept and love the journey along the way. And it indeed has been beautiful to watch you uh, metamorphosize and see and, and you're right about being a music artist. It's like, is the look right? Is the genre right? Is is my voice right? Is Are people going to like this? Uh, and beautiful. I love it, Joffrey. Well, Joffrey, since you went first, you get to tag the next person to go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I am going to call on Queen B. Did someone call my name? Say my name, say my name. Say my name. <laughs> Thank you, Joffrey. And Joffrey, I, I totally love your music and I love your lyrics. Um, I think you're a great writer. So, you know, I think you're I think you're about like some people before their time, but I think you're just slightly before your time and I think that very soon you're gonna be blowing up and I'm gonna be like, I know him. So, you know, don't act like you don't know me when I come to get an interview. So Never. Um, working through setbacks, y'all, um, that's part of life is a setback. So, like, um, some of the things that, uh, Tate was saying, uh, but first of all, what was the question? I'll make sure I get the question right. Uh, what was the question? Hey, yeah, no problem. You know, how, Queen V, how have you embraced the inevitable failures in life? How have you embraced them? and learn to accept them and turn them into lessons uh, okay. that they've taught you. Okay, I definitely understand that. Um, so I've adapted an attitude, you know, of gratitude. So I'm always so thankful of things. I don't really look at things as being a setback. I look at them as being um, a redirection. And, um, like, I don't know. I don't, you know, I, I could have a, I have a whole top for y'all, but I mean, I, I turn it around and make it just, you know, just a blessing. Like, you know, I was adopted and um, I was thinking about this today, how, you know, like people, because I heard someone saying something about how, like, they didn't know their mother and father or whatever. Well, I didn't know my mother and father, but I'm saying all that to say that, you know, I feel like I was born to be a blessing to the parents that adopted me. And so, you know, that is looking on, you know, basically like the bright side. So, further, you know, to keep going, you know, um, I thought, you know, like life is going to be like really, really cool, 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 you know, but then I, you know, I had children and my son has autism. So I had to really slow down on my video business and my spot TV and interviewing celebrities and everything like that to really concentrate on, you know, um, mastering that. And um, when I look back, um, 
I think that really did a really good job with that. So, you know, sometimes things might be um, a setback, but, you know, to somebody, someone else, it may be a blessing. And to you, it might be a redirection. Like I was telling you, Tate, you know, like you might miss out on a million dollars going this way. And you're like, oh, man, I missed out on a million dollars. Not knowing you're going the other way, you might be getting a billion dollars. So thank you. I'm Valerie. I'm done speaking. Oh, thanks, Valerie. I love that attitude of gratitude and redirection to the bright side. That's so beautiful. All right, Valerie, you get to pick our next speaker. Tag your it. Okay, so Ariel, since you were after me when I came in the room, um, if you if you can, it's your turn. Thank you. Um, I, I I kind of agree with um, Queen V. I think she is exactly right about redirecting and just learning. I do not like to call myself an expert at anything just because I feel like although, you know, I've had setbacks and I've gone through them and learned things, there might be something that I didn't learn in that process and, or maybe I learned the wrong thing and, you know, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm very young, you know, I'm constantly learning something new and I don't think until I'm super old will I be any sort of expert on anything but whether it may be business life you know being a mom I don't I don't even think I'll be an expert (laughs) but you know I think I take everything as a learning experience and try not to let let it let me down I know like um you know like um when you feel like you're failing at something, you're not. You're just learning. Um, and I think that's, that's all I can say. Oh, I love the humility that came with that, Ariel. I love the humility. I mean, I don't like to call myself an expert, you know, because I'm still learning. There's a, there's a certain mode in the brain that I feel I know when I'm in a a humble state of mind or a humility state of mind that it's like fresh eyes, beginner's eyes. They call it, I think, in in meditation. If I see the world through beginner's eyes, I'm going to continue to learn. I love that, Ariel. Thank you. All right, Ariel, who's our next person to speak? Thank you, Ariel. Well, my setback is accepting failure is honestly wasn't and isn't the easiest thing for me um, because it gets you really bad like mentally um, just speaking for myself so I just honestly I just had to accept that it's gonna happen especially in um, e-commerce world um, since I'm only online it's pretty hard because I'm not face-to-face with customers although I am like on live and stuff like that but it's really frustrating because it's it's hard to gain their trust by being by just doing that. Um, a lot of things that I've done was grounding. I'll just go outside and just um, take off my shoes, take off my socks, and then just walk around the grass just to connect um, with the universe and everything. Just you know to get my mind straight because at the same time um, my mind is everywhere. It's racing. It's going fast and 
just as um, having to know that I'm failing and then things are not happening the way how I want it to happen. I ha- you have to accept that too, that we um, have so much expectations, but we just have to slow down um, and just go through the obstacles for- first before we can even get there and just trying to accept that too. Um, but honestly, we are going to get where we want to be. It's just, we got to get through all these obstacles first. Oh, Ulysses, thank you so much. Wow. Um, I love how you talked about the shoes and socks off. Uh, Things aren't happening the way that I want them to happen. Oh, can I identify with that? I'm sure others can too. Uh, When I want them to happen a certain way and they don't, sometimes I kind of feel like that's my, I don't know, like my my higher energy business person up in the sky saying something like, Hey, um, maybe they need to be this way, Tate, instead of this way. And if I'm stuck trying to fight to the death to make it my way, then I miss that. And Ulysses, thank you for bringing that up. And I love just walking around outside without shoes. It's so beautiful. And it is so such a pleasure to have you joining us today uh, at in the Billion Dollar Mind podcast, Ulysses. So we hope you come back. All right, my friends, let's see. I'm going to send it over to Zavi D for any input he's got on all of this beautiful failure speak and accepting failure. Thank you so much, my friend Tate. I heard a definition the other day that I experienced to be quite poignant. That's in reference to the word fail. Fail instead of an opportunity to perhaps get down on ourselves, shame ourselves, guilt ourselves for not doing a good enough job can then be interpreted in the lens of first attempt in learning. And I thought that was incredibly powerful. Because since I started my entrepreneurial journey at 14 years old, I've had about 10 million ideas for companies, projects, all of which I've pursued and employed those very principles of thinking we're rich, you mentioned earlier, Tate, unto those ends. Most of which, up until this point, have been, quote-unquote, failures. But the one pronounced thread that connects each and every one of those goals and projects together is the reality that they cultivated a skill that I would need in that next project, which ultimately, in the very end of my story, as I hope it is written, will be the be-all, end-all of my entrepreneurial journey, a reflection of all the skills that I've cultivated along that path to lift me to the tippy-top of my potential. So when I think about things not working out, I remind myself that whatever effort I put into it, whatever skill I cultivated is what will take me to the next level in the next year. And that's been incredibly helpful for motivation, persistence, commitment, to bring it all back home to the fact that everything is a first attempt, maybe a second attempt or third in learning. Thanks, Tatum, complete. Uh, thanks, Zavi. Hey, Zavi, did you ever think about hindsight is twenty twenty, And could you have ever imagined looking forward uh, to those 10 million ideas, swimming in opportunities, trying to parse your way through in a perfect way, 
I mean, could there have been any other way versus that 2020 hindsight idea of looking back and seeing, oh, I get it. This is how they're woven together. I, have you ever considered that before, the idea that it's so much easier to look back and see where I've come from or where you've come from than where you're going? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we look unto the future, it's almost like a fog. It's unknown. The only clarity we can have, truly, is in the present moment or a perception of the past. One of the reasons that I look forward to the future so much is because it is unknown. I don't know what's to come next, but when you look to maybe my past experiences, the aspects of an old self that wanted something it didn't have, very clearly, as you described, I see the lessons, the beauty, and the offerings that that part of myself and that initial, you could say, journey offered me. So, yes, short answer to that question. (laughs) Can't we all just get a time machine and go forward and look back and see how to get there and then go that way? I mean, right? (laughs) Although, I have to say, taking a look at it that way, what fun would life be? What challenge would there be? What? How would we absorb life's journey? I mean, we might as well not even be alive at all, I suppose, right? (laughs) Joffrey, I want to take it over to you, my friend. I was just going to say, if you can see the vision, it is kind of like going through a time machine. Snap. Joffrey. Is that a thing? Do we say snap anymore? I don't know if we say that anymore. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joffrey. That is, that's spot on. Absolutely spot on. Wow. Elena, I would love to hear from you, my friend. Have, have you embraced, how have you embraced your, any failures and, you know, in life, all of those setbacks and been able to come through them? Uh, and what have you learned through that, my friend? To me, failure is a um, part of the journey of personal and business. <laughs> oh, and uh, failure to me is never stepping out. I mean, it's always stepping. It's, failure to me is never stepping out on faith. So for me, you have to step out on faith to get where you need to go. And if you don't step out on faith, so to me, I step out on faith. Faith. Um, years ago, when I first opened my first company, um, I had people that say they gonna go in business with me. Well, if I just stopped, I didn't stop. I continued. You don't let nobody hold you back. So that was a plus for me. So I always said, no matter what people do, if they stop, to me, you gotta proceed. So I just push forward, keep it moving. And now today, <laughs> I'm going to start my new journey. If I did, if I stop, that'd be another failure. So my new journey is stepping on faith as a podcaster. So all I just say, keep pushing forward because you're always going to go through some failures, but you're always going to go through a lot of positive too. Just take your baby steps and keep it moving. That's it. <laughs> I think it's so it's so it's so simple when you say it that way, Elena, and I want to remember that for the times that I'm stuck. Keep it going. Step out on faith. And I've heard faith defined as things are going to be okay no matter what. I've heard it defined that way. Um, It's just 
blind faith. It's just stepping out, keeping going, belief in the, in oneself, and that faith in what I'm doing is what it's going to be. And I'm a hundred percent in there, and it's 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 a burning desire that keeps me going. And I'm thinking that you out there that are listening to us right now may have some feedback for us and talk about how you're feeling uh, in this moment right now about your own business and life. And I would invite you to DM me at Billion Dollar Growth on Instagram with any of your thoughts, any of your questions, and I would be happy to air them out in our next podcast, you know, and call you out with your name as well. So if you have feedback for us on stage today, just DM me at Billion Dollar Growth on Instagram, and I'll make sure that we get that into the mix as well. So thanks so much, everybody, for the for your own, you know, personal feel on what it is that you know failure and setbacks mean it sounds like failure and setbacks really aren't that negative after all in in fact they're kind of just like a way that we forge ourselves in the fire to be stronger to be uh, wiser and to be more successful and if you think about it what's the difference between somebody like Oprah Winfrey or somebody like Uh, Richard Branson, um, somebody like Henry Ford. What's the difference between those folks that get uh, up in the the famous folks in the news and, uh, you know, uh, their big companies? What's the difference between them and you and me? Well, maybe the only difference is persistence, perseverance, and self-belief. And so this is a lovely, lovely topic, and I love to kind of turn it into the positives, of course, as well, because failure could be a pretty strong word. So um, I would love to hear from the group here in more of a free-form fashion now. So if you have something to say, blink your mic, but I want to ask this question and set this kind of statement here, which is uh, the next kind of question here is like what kind of support have you found in dealing with these setbacks and failures who have you gone to where have you read Uh, what shows have you seen I mean what types of resources have really changed your life in order uh, to to deal with and accept this sort of thing right so Joffrey take it away a couple of things come to mind. One of them is, uh, I'm not sure exactly when it happened, but I had a change of perspective. And honestly, it feels like it was life changing. Like I feel like I'm a different person simply because of learning how to daily remind myself um, of what I have and where I've come from. So in a word, gratitude. I feel like accepting and making that part of my life on a regular basis has really changed how I see everything and how I do everything. And the second thing is um, just speaking on uh, where the support that I found. People that I never thought were going to be the ones that were really in my corner and supporting me regularly were a very pleasant surprise. Like the 
one of the two people that I define as the reason I really started doing this is my friend Taffy from the UK. Um, he found me through uh, Fiverr and I was just looking to start writing with people. And he liked my work so much, he just kept coming back and eventually we became friends and now we're like regular writing partners. And uh, I mean, he's like my biggest cheerleader. I'm so, I'm so thankful to have someone like him in my corner. And I never ever expected someone from like the, uh, like super, super far away was going to be such an integral part of me becoming an artist and me staying on that path and knowing that this is where I want to be. Wow. Well, that's beautiful. That is so, it gives me shivers up my spine to hear that. Taffy is an amazing guy. I've been able to, you know, make some contacts here and there with him and uh, on Fiverr even, right? I'm not, I'm not dissing Fiverr, but, um, you know, we don't generally go to Fiverr to get our lives changed. We go there to get some help with a task, but you just never know. I love it, Joffrey. I love it, love it, love it. A pleasant surprise. Life is what happens to you when you're making other plans. You know, these sorts of things come up for me too. I'm just wondering if anybody else has uh, some essence of what this next section, this next question is about of, you know, the ability to be supported and what kind of support have you found in dealing with your setbacks and you know who was it or what form of you know was it was it a I don't know a book that you read was it a speaker that you heard um, was it the fact that the sun came up the next day Yolacis please go ahead my friend um, what worked for me was um first is give the biggest shout out to my fiance because he has was my biggest supporter mentally but then I will go on YouTube and I will follow my favorite um, boutique owner like her life and everything of where I want to reach as well so that would inspire me um, that would actually help me to get right back up and would remind me of my goal um, especially having two kids and you know, being with them and everything. And then also just reading um, woman empowerment quotes um, and in the clubhouse and podcasts as well, that helped me a lot. And just just trying to get that mindset out and just to get pushed that, yes, that you could make it, I could make it and everything. So anything that's woman empowerment, that's what I will always um, go back to. Oh, that's so beautiful. Ariel, I want to hear from you, my friend. Hey, I really love that um, because I do read a lot of the same things like um, quotes and things like that and, and listen to other business owners um, who go through things um, just as we do. And um, one of these books that I, I think I read it when I was like 21 or something um, it's called, well, I don't even remember. I don't even know how many years ago it was, but I bought this book. It's called Tools for Titans. And it's just a book full of stories um, from very, very successful people and like practices that they do in their life and, and you know, what has made them successful. And I think um, 
I can't name anything that really stood out to me, but I've used this book like kind of like a business Bible, I guess. And another book that I've that I've read too that is why I, I kind of don't really I try not, I try to stray away from I guess other people to motivate me and empower me like speaking in person I guess um, because I know that I have that power myself like you know it's your brain and what you someone told me um, you can choose what affects you inside or no i'm sorry i'm wording this wrong you can you cannot control what is on the outside world but you can control how you feel inside right and so that has stuck with me for a long time and then two other books that i've read that are that always like i always go back to them when i'm feeling like a little bit down are um the secret and the power um, because those just like help you envision, manifest, you know, and think about gratitude a lot. So those are, those are just some things that I've personally used. Oh, hundred percent value. This is beautiful. What other resources have you found? Uh, what other things come to mind when you think of, uh, eviscerating, uh, setbacks and failure <laughs> and I'm curious uh, Phil I haven't uh, I know that you've been operating our dials and switches but what are your thoughts on this subject um, first of all I want to let Ariel know the tools of a Titan it's by Tim Ferriss and it's an amazing book I have it sitting on my uh, my uh, my coffee table and I pick it up every once in a while and just read a section How funny it's on my bedside table <laughs> Tim Ferriss's other book, The 4-Hour Workweek, is on my bedside. I'm rereading it, so it just switches places. Um, but, I, I, Tate, I'm going to have to ask you, just to repeat the, the question, I kind of got lost with uh, the Tools of Titan excitement. Oh, of course. No, actually, you sort of, you know, I, I feel the same energy because I've got Tim Ferriss's, you know, the four-hour work week, Tools of Titans. And you said that you switch it like from bedside to like chairside table. Yeah. That's what I do too. I, I've got these books around the house that sort of perennially just float around. And there's never a bookmark. It's just kind of they're there and I crack them open because I've read them, but I need to keep reading them because maybe tomorrow I'm going to see that sentence that I need to see. It's like, oh, everything's changed because of that. So I love that you make them accessible, just like book dropping, just kind of book dropping out there. Anyway, what I was saying is that, you know, or the question here is really about like, what kinds of support have you found in dealing with your setbacks and failures, um, you know, in processing them? We've just kind of been vibing on that. Yeah. Um, little so frequency. The so not many people know. I if you've listened to my podcast, the Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur podcast, where I interview uh, entrepreneurs in the digital space, like like nearly everyone here. Um, I had a burnout in the early part of 2020, just before the world shut down. So in February, I burnt out from my corporate job, and I went into daily, uh, uh, not daily, weekly therapy sessions. And one of the things that 
I found that helps me with all my setbacks is I have a set routine in the morning. It's a very simple routine. It's open the blinds, make my bed. And it's if if I don't do that, it just causes my whole day to go off. So I've that is my like whenever I have a bad day or anything's going wrong in business, I think back to did I do my first two steps of the day, which is open my blinds to let the sun in so I can be awake and then I make my bed and it's like, okay, I'm set for the day. Like if I can get those two things done, I know we'll, I'll have a good day. And then the other thing is spending time with my nephew. That sets up the rest of my life. Like when I see him, nothing nothing matters anymore and all the bad stuff just disappears so uh, that's how I deal with my setbacks. I try and FaceTime my nephew or I make sure I make my bed and open my blinds. <laughs> oh, oh, that's beautiful, Phil. Thanks for sharing. Uh, I love the morning routine. I love it so much. I love the morning routine because it, it just anchors me into the day. Thanks for sharing yours. Uh, Yolasis, did you have something that you'd like to add? Uh, yes, one more thing I forgot was also having like a gratitude journal notebook, um, like a diary, just to start off with what you're grateful for from the day before, and then just also using it as your bet book, if anything. Um, that way you could look back to it, read back to it, and then see how far you come from where you are standing now in the present. That has worked um, helped a lot for me. Oh, did you say vent book? Like air your vent out your frustrations kind of book? Yeah, I, I have this one notebook that's pretty much everything when it comes to my business. So I would write things that I'm grateful for, like, for example, if an order came in or anything like that. And then let's say I'm having a bad day with my business, then that's when I'll go ahead and write in that journal, the notebook, and just just try to motivate myself. And at the end, I will end it that I like everything will be okay that this is just a bad day that is brilliant i love it. i i've heard of the gratitude journal notebook and i think that's a beautiful thing to do especially can do it so easily on on instagram uh in a dm group with your friends set up a, a little dm group and it's a gratitude group or a but a event i love that event book get it off of my shoulders and, you know, elsewhere. I love that, Yolacis. So amazing. Wow. There's a lot of powerful, beautiful things being mentioned here. And what I think is one of the things I want to bring up is support of, of a group, support of, of, a, of your posse, support of your, of your tribe, uh, finding a place where you can be and share with others uh, where it's safe, it's a sacred space, so to speak, right? A sacred business space to be able to share these things and to let others know uh, how you're feeling. Just get it out of your mind and let others hear it and take some of that from you. And that's what I'm super passionate about here in the New Media Collective is helping to provide a place and a space for people to be able to get that uh, leading edge help that others can provide. So these are all so beautiful, such beautiful statements. And and you all actually, it was funny because my last question was, do you feel gratitude for uh, the things that are setbacks in life? But everyone here beat me to it. 
like gratitude came up automatically because that's exactly who you are on this stage or people of, of uh, conscious entrepreneurs full of gratitude. I am full of gratitude for being able to be here with you today. So, you know, in the last uh, five to 10 or so here, um, I, I think it'd be fun to uh, put yourself in the position of, a, of you are a mentor and you have a mentee that's struggling. You have one sentence to say to them and that's it because you're on a train and you have to get on and it's, it's boarding or something. So you have one sentence that you get to say to your mentee and, and it's for like three to six months. You're not going to see them. What would that sentence be? If they were telling you stuff about, I'm feeling failure, I'm feeling setbacks, I don't know what to do. What is it in one sentence that you would say to this amazing, lovely person that you support? And I know that's a challenging one, right? So I'm going to let that settle for just a moment. Oh, Joffrey's got it. Joffrey, you go ahead, my friend. All right. Before I say it, I know this one is going to seem cliche, but it's honestly gotten me through so many times because of these words that people have told me, and it's simply, don't give up. There were so many times I felt like, what am I doing? Am I doing this right? It, like, it, so many negative thoughts in my head, and there was the right person that came along and said, don't give up. If you really love it, figure it out. But don't give up. Simple and beautiful and powerful. I love it. How about Ariel? I think mine is like, why stop when you're so close? You know, because yes, you can have a setback. And even if it's a small one or a big one, as soon as you get over that, you're one step closer to being where you want to be. Why stop when you're so close? Outstanding. Oh, I saw some mic blinks uh, elsewhere on the stage too. Phil, go ahead, my friend. I said, you got it. You got it. You got it this far. And all you have to do, like I said before, push forward. You got it. You've got this. I love it, Elena. Thank you. How about Phil? Uh, for me, it would be bet on yourself 100% of the time you have this. That's what I would tell myself because uh, you're the only person that can move yourself forward. So if you don't bet on yourself, don't invest on yourself, don't believe in yourself, you're never going to make it to the next level because no one else is out there rooting for you as much as you should be rooting for yourself. Oh, I mean, that's just, this is beautiful. Awesome, Phil. Thank you. Valerie. Yes, this is Valerie. And um, what I want to say is, um, I would say, um, your older self can look back on you and they be so proud. I look back on you on this day and be so proud of you. Your older self, you don't... <laughs> I'm in a time travel, you know, in the mind, you know, so I can look back at myself as a child. You know what I'm saying? And as a child, I can look at myself 
to the future and you know how we're going to be in the future so sometimes that helps a lot when you're dealing with um, situations because everything's going to pass outstanding i love the older self younger self kind of internal parts work we can do with ourselves such such a, 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 a just a brilliant statement queen v thanks who else has got a beautiful sentence to say or maybe it's my turn here's what i would say i would say you are all the love you were born with that's what i would say and zavi how about yourself Oops, Zavi, how about you, my friend? Oop, there he is. There he is. Oh, Zavi's kind of digitized for the moment, so. <laughs> He's lost in the matrix. He is lost in the matrix. No, Zavi, don't go. Let's see if he can come back to us. Zavi, can you come back? Okay, he might just be somewhere uh, hanging out with the Matrix in another dimension for the moment. But uh, let's see. These are all such beautiful things, right? Um, oh, my gosh. I'm just I'm blown away here. I think, uh, let's see, did we get through everyone? I think we might have. Yes. Awesome. So I'm going to read these again back to everyone who's listening. Number one, don't give up. Number two, why stop when you're so close? Three, you got this. Four, bet on yourself 100% of the time. Uh, five, your older self is going to look back and be so proud. And six, you are all the love you were born with. All right. So, um, Zavi, are you able to come back to us? I think so. Yes, yes, there he is. Woohoo! All right, good deal. Uh, what I was trying to mention earlier was the scene Good for Haunting, where Ron Williams' character says to Matt Damon, uh, in spite of all his traumas and challenges, uh, it's not your fault. And he repeats that over and over again, and Matt Damon breaks down. It's a really poignant scene. And I remind myself and clients of that when we feel this overwhelming shame and guilt about not producing the results that we want. It's not your fault. The reality is, in my opinion, it's up to a much higher source than us, as you mentioned, Tate, that higher business self, to determine whether or not any project or endeavor is successful. At the end of our day, it's not our fault. That's okay to fail. Uh, it's not your fault. Oh, that brings tears to my eyes, because I remember as a kid when I would get in trouble and do something wrong, some somebody eventually would be the caring caretaker and say, you know, Tate, it's not your fault. You know, there were some things you could have done differently, but it's not your fault. Ooh, the tears started flowing. And after that, I love it, Zavi. And Yolacis, did you have 
What's something you want to add, my friend? Um, for me, I would say don't lose yourself and keep that passion glowing. Let it shine so bright that to the point that you want everybody to wear sunglasses. Okay, that's beautiful. Keep that passion glowing. <laughs> awesome. Ariel, I saw you blink a little bit. Did you have something you wanted to add? That was an accident. <laughs> oh, no, it's so exciting. I'm just, you know, sometimes these last minute statements at the last point of our podcast are so poignant because they really loop it back around. And I am just so grateful to be sharing this space and this stage with all of you beautiful people today and the presence of all of you beautiful people listening to the podcast right now. I know that some of you probably are having some thoughts in your mind like, I want to give up. This isn't working. I just can't do this anymore. Remember, don't give up. Why stop when you're so close? You got this. Bet on yourself 100% of the time. Your older self is going to look back and be so proud. You are the love you were born with. It's not your fault. And don't lose yourself. Keep that passion glowing. Well, what an action-packed, value-packed, filled room today, my friends. I'm just so, again, honored to share this space. And I wanted to thank our guests today, Valerie and Ariel, Phil, Zavi, Joffrey, Elena, and Yolesis. It's been my honor to share the stage with you today. And, you know, the topic working through our setbacks to triumph over defeat, that's the secret sauce behind any successful business. It's not rocket science. It's just who can outlast the other, right? That's business. Really, who can be in business longer? That's really the measure of success. And then it's all gravy after that with your values that you get to instill in your business. So don't give up. You got this. And one of our goals here at the New Media Collective is to build a fail-safe community of entrepreneurs to provide a space to embrace and accept defeat in your business and your life and get help and mentorship and to provide you a space to make those mistakes and get help from others who've been there before. So I prepared a special link just for you. All you have to do Type it into your browser. That's billiondollargrowth.com slash register, and you're in. Come see why hundreds are now taking advantage of our community of conscious entrepreneurs and get the benefit of full access to mentors and network with hundreds of like-minded online entrepreneurs, too. Again, that's billiondollargrowth.com slash register. Well, I know that I am full and complete with the love that you've all shined on me today. And I just want to thank you all for being in the room one last time. And we usually have a tradition here as I count down from five, we just give each other a nice salutation and those listening. So I'm going to be ending the room today in five, four, enjoy your night. Bye. 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 Bye.